T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. the final hour of power here on the Burgundy and Gold today. Here on the Team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Talking quarterback right now. You can tweet at me. N-E-L-L underscore BTP is how you reach me. That's Twitter and Instagram. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Read some tweets off here before we get to your calls. The question is, it's simple right now. What is your trust level? One through ten. Right now, I'm a quarterback, Taylor Heineke. And do you trust Taylor to play well enough down the stretch, the final five games of the season, to keep Carson Wentz on the bench? A lot of tweets here, so I'll start reading some of these out here. Our dude Tazrell once again says, oh, this is Devall Star 76. Man, Linnell, you just don't get it. Heineke got you here. He's the whole reason we are where we are as a team. You put Wentz in, not sure he'll win you the game, but it'll be off of Heineke's flow. I guarantee you any hopes of this team continuing to overachieve goes out the window. How is the team overachieving is what I want to know. This defense has nothing to do. Their performance has nothing to do with Taylor Heineke. (laughs) This defense... Like I've said, I'm of the belief, was on record last week saying it. I think defensively right now, they're playing at a championship level, right? Which is part of the reason why I'm like, man, if you only had a quarterback. But right now, that's not what we're talking about. My trust level in quarterback Taylor Heineke. I will say this. My trust level... And quarterback Taylor Heineke, I'd probably say is a five and a half out of out of ten. And here's why. A five and a half out of ten. We've seen it time and time again. I gave you the metric earlier. Washington has the third most dropped interceptions in all of the National Football League since Taylor Heineke's taken over. The horseshoe eventually is going to detach itself from Taylor Heineke. The luck is eventually going to run out. And we almost saw it happen. We almost saw it happen on Sunday against Atlanta. I am just of the belief that, yes, all they're at, first of all, let's be honest and let, let, let's talk about what they're asking Taylor Heineke to do. Because this is another area where I think you guys are completely confused. They're asking Taylor Heineke to be a game manager. That's it. 
And that's all they should ask out of him. And that's all they should ask out of Carson Wentz if he gets back under center. That's all this football team needs right now is a game manager. You know one thing that a game manager doesn't do, though? Turn the freaking football over. You can't do that and be a game manager. It's literally a contradiction. That's the one area right now where I'm uber frustrated with Taylor Heineke. Because Sunday you had another example of it. Defensively, you get a fourth and one stop. You're at midfield. You got about 40 seconds and three timeouts. And Taylor Heineke throws a damn interception. So instead of going into the half with a 13-10 lead or potentially a 17-10 lead, Atlanta gets the football back. Good thing for Washington. They're offensively handicapped, so they couldn't score either. But damn it, against good teams, you can't rely on that being the case. We saw it against Minnesota. You needed more points. We saw it against the Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) Eventually, eventually, your defense's effort isn't going to be enough. And it almost wasn't enough Sunday. If Atlanta scores on that final play of the game, right? Washington loses that football game 20 to 19. Could you blame the defense for their performance? Giving up 20 damn points? No. Which is why I'm saying, man, we're asking Taylor Heineke to be a game manager. All I'm saying, and I know I've been loud and rah-rahed up and passionate about it. That's who I am. All I'm saying is, though, is we need more out of Taylor Heineke. We need him to be a game manager, not a hero, a game manager. That's it. Don't turn the football over. Be point guard. Get the football to your playmakers. That's it. But for some reason, in five out of his six starts, he's throwing an interception. All of them are bad picks, too. It's not like it's not like it's just a 50-50 ball. They're bad interceptions. They're head-scratching interceptions. They're why the hell did you go there with the football interception? It's bad. It's bad. The one thing I will say, though, to Taylor's credit, his mobility has definitely been a breath of fresh air for this commander's offense. His mobility has allowed him to try to create plays and extend plays. But the main reason offensively why this group is humming right now is the backfield. You all know it. I gave you the number from earlier. Since Taylor Heineke's taken over, Washington is second in the National Football League in rushing attempts per game. Second. They're also got the third fewest or the second fewest yard to go on third down. Right now, their average third down is a third and 4.86. During Carson Wentz's time as a starter, it was third and seven. Why is that, though? That's all a direct correlation to the running game. When you're averaging 4.8 yards a pop and you're running it 38 times a game, guess what that does for you? It puts you in third and manageable a hell of a lot. And guess what that allows you to do? Continue to move the chains. Continue to move the chains. Washington on third down has been better under Taylor Heineke. But they're not scoring that many more damn points. Why? Because when Taylor Heineke has to be make big-time throws on third and long, when they get in those third and long situations, it's offensive hell for them. 
They're not good enough right now. Let me say, let me stop saying they. He's not good enough right now to make those plays for you on a down in a down out basis. I will say this though. I am a firm believer in the brand and style of football that they're playing. I love it. Don't apologize for it. It's not sexy. It's not flashy. It don't get you style points, but it's working. That's what's working offensively, not the quarterback position. Because if you look at it here, Houston, Philadelphia, and Minnesota, Taylor Heineke, in those three games, not once did he complete 59% of his passes. You know what the league average is for completion percentage? Taylor Heineke's below that. And they're not even asking him to push the football down the field. They're asking him for layups and checkdowns. And he can't even do that consistently. Eventually, Taylor Heineke throwing caution into the wind is going to come back to bite him in the ass. And it's going to hurt because this feels good right now. Winners are six out of seven. You're in the playoffs. The morale is high around here. This feels good. But if Taylor Heineke continues to throw caution in the wind, eventually eventually that luck is going to run out. Let's go to Leon, Silver Spring 1-7. What's going on, Leon? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, you know what, you, what you're saying? You know, truth might hurt some of the Heineke fans. But this guy's got too, uh, too many deficiencies, you know. And when he tries to get out of them, you know, he gets in trouble. He has too many deficiencies. I like Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz in the beginning didn't have a good offensive line. Remember? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They couldn't hold but a second. And uh, he didn't have a running game because he didn't have an offensive line. You know, when he had Taylor running that ball. Uh, he, he was very efficient. Look at his passing rating. He didn't throw a lot of the interceptions. I think he did, what, seven interceptions last year? Taylor you know, Heineke threw so, 15 uh, interceptions last year, Leon. I appreciate the call, man. Look, this is not me giving some ringing endorsement to Carson Wentz either. I know Carson Wentz isn't good either. I'm not too oblivious to understand that. What I'm saying is, though, he gives you more upside. Your ceiling's higher with him at quarterback. I'm not saying to bench Taylor Heineke. You haven't lost. You've won six out of seven. If you were going to bench him, it'd be after the Minnesota game. You've won three in a row since that point. My thing is, is how long do you expect it to last? He started six games. He's thrown five interceptions. And I said it earlier. It's not like they're inconsequential interceptions. They're back-breaking interceptions usually. The interception he threw Sunday against Atlanta was ridiculous. Not to mention he had another one that was overturned. You cannot, if you're going to be a game manager and you're going to ask him to be a game manager, he cannot continue to keep throwing the ball in harm's way. Not once in there, not once in there did I I say that they should bench Taylor Heineke. Not once. Because I understand the way a locker room works. You can't bench him right now. He's winning. What message does that send to the rest of your guys? But guess what? The leash ain't long. The leash isn't long at all. And it shouldn't be, quite frankly. And it shouldn't be. But I do know this. As long as they continue to have success on first and second down, running the football, Taylor Heineke's life is going to be easy. 
He's not going to have to do too much. All he's got to do is take what defenses are giving him. That's it. That's it. And the onus also falls on offensive coordinator Scott Turner. Because clearly, there were points on Sunday where, damn, you're killing them, running duo all game long, yet we go away from it. Everybody gets a part of the blame. Scoring 19 points isn't acceptable. I don't give a damn. That's not going to do it against most teams. It's not. And I just think it would be a shame to waste this championship-level performance that you're getting from this defense right now. All you need, all you need right now at the quarterback position is a glorified game manager. That's it. Someone who's not going to put the ball in harm's way. Someone who's not going to take a bunch of sacks and keep you behind the chains. That's it. Not asking for anything out of Taylor Heineke's ability. I just need to see him do it. I just need to see him do it. Yes, Taylor's improved. Taylor's made improvements since last year. He has. He really has. But sometimes, sometimes you got to wonder, is it enough? And that's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of here. One through ten right now. What is your trust level in quarterback Taylor Heineke, and do you trust him to play well enough to keep Carson Wentz on the bench? I'll finally answer that question. My trust level in Taylor Heineke is about a five and a half right now. And you know why? I've seen this before. Turning the football over is what Taylor Heineke is. He threw 15 interceptions last year in 15 starts. That's rough. And everybody wants to say, I don't even want to say everybody. Sabah likes to say, well, Josh Allen throws picks. Patrick Mahomes throws picks. They also throw four touchdowns for every two picks they throw, which is why you can accept that. And it's why they're they're the greats. They can overcome mistakes like that. Taylor's not that. And we know he's not that. If he wouldn't put the ball in harm's way the way he's been doing it, I wouldn't really have too much to say about Taylor Heineke. And outside of that, I don't have many complaints about Taylor. He's doing his job. That's it. I'm not mad that he's not throwing a bunch of touchdowns. I'm not mad that he's not throwing for 250 yards, 300 yards. I'm not mad at that. You know why? Because I know who Taylor Heineke is. You'd be a fool to expect that, which is why the folks out there that were clamoring and pissed off because we didn't put 30 points on the Texans, know your personnel. That's not who you are. You're a football team that beats people up in the trenches. You play good defense, and you win the turnover battle. That's it. That's their formula for winning. And if Taylor Heineke is going to keep turning the damn football over, I got to go back to Wentz. I just wonder how long the lease should be for him. Let's go to Mello and Woodbridge. What's going on, Mello? What's going on, Linnell? What's up, man? How are you? All right, good, man. I, you know, I'm. I wish I had an argument with you, but I agree with you again. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna make it really quick. I don't have much faith in him. I'm almost cringing every time he pulls back to throw the ball, and um, I just wish that on the third downs that he would just be a little smarter and keep the ball on the read option. He hasn't. He didn't keep the ball the entire game, and against Atlanta, and it didn't make him a weapon. So hopefully, um, you know, I hope the release is short and we'll see what happens from there. Hey, I appreciate the call, Melo. Look, if you're on the line, stay there. Pack lines. We've got to take a quick timeout. When we come back, your calls. 301-230-0980 is the number. Taking the temperature right now, this Washington Commanders fan base. What's your trust level right now in quarterback Taylor Heineke? And do you trust him to play well enough to keep Carson Wentz on the bench for the five remaining games left in the season? Your call's next. This is the team 9 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So what would you all be waiting for? We're getting to your calls here. 301-230-0980 is the number here on the Burgundy and Gold today. We're talking quarterback. And it's not because I'm hating on Taylor Heineke. It's because I want to see this football team reach its potential. I've been on record here now for the last three weeks saying, I believe the Washington Commanders, the 2022 version, have a championship caliber defense. Will they reach their ceiling and their potential with Taylor Heineke under center? What's your trust level right now with Taylor Heineke, 1 through 10? And then do you trust him to play well enough to keep Carson Wentz on the bench? Let's waste no more time. Devon is in Rockville. What's going on, Devon? What's up, Linnell? You know, this is Devon from Rockville on Twitter at the same time. Yes, sir. I can only agree with you. You Man, I've been saying this to everybody, man. Like They don't want to hear it, though, brother. I don't know what it is. So, so listen, Linnell, nobody in their right state of mind can tell me or you because I agree with every single syllable you said. And there's no way in nobody's right mind if we had the same approach of offensively minded of running first. You just put out them stats, and nobody – I don't know anybody that can fight facts. Exactly. It's like you put it out there. If 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 that's the the formula that we're running now, it's what Carson Wentz ran in 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 in, in Annapolis. And yep. I was at the game Sunday, Linnell. I was there. It was people butt naked, wide open. <laughs> I believe and he it. Don't, so if, and before I get it off, before I get off air, that's the difference. And because we're winning, it's being masked with the quarterback because it's the quarterback driven league. But like my big like my big mentor, Brian Mitchell, always states, we're not winning because of Taylor Heineke. We're winning because of his defense. And before, let me add to to what you were saying, mm-hmm. uh far as facts and stats for other people to know. Another thing that I was hearing, oh my God, Carson Wentz don't have no connection with Terry McLaurin. Okay. Terry McLaurin had to hold out. Who was he throwing the ball to getting some uh, continuity to, right? Our rookie, correct? Dotson, right? Let me, let me break these stats down to you real quick. How many touchdowns do you think uh, Dotson <laughs> has in the season? Four. He has four, correct. How many do Terry have? Uh, what, three? Two. Two. You know, and one was thrown to him back in uh, back in Jacksonville on the uh, opener, and who was throwing him the ball? Mm. Carson. Come on. So, so Terry McLaurin only has two touchdowns the whole year. 
dropping missed four to five games and still have two more touchdowns down. Hold on real quick. Hold on real no, quick. I got you. Go ahead because you're preaching. I hope they listen. Um, Trey McLaurin only has two. Well, he has three over 100 yards receiving. One came back in Philly the first time he played with Carson Wentz when he got sacked 111 times. Mm-hmm. But Trey got 102 that game. And Dobson only had 10 yards. But then you come to his his uh, Indianapolis game, his return game. He had six receptions, 113. Okay. And then against Philly, he had eight and 28. But in both of them, his longest yard uh, catch was a 41 and a 42 out of 111. Yeah. That is the reason why we need Carson Wentz back in there. I am 100,000% with you. I don't care. I get the team. And like you said, you cannot bench uh, Taylor because we're winning, and that's what it's all about. But if we have the same brand of football, I guarantee you mm. we will put up more, more points than 19. Hey, Devon, phone monsters got you. I appreciate the call. Look. Thank you. I mean, he's saying what everyone else feels like they're scared to say. The one thing I will push back, though, on Devon and what he said. The Terry McLaurin numbers, I didn't get to them because it actually is in favor of Taylor Heineke. <laughs> Would you believe that? They have made a way more concerted effort to get Terry McLaurin the football since Taylor Heineke's taken over. Since Heineke took over in week seven, Taylor Heineke, I mean, excuse me, Terry McLaurin has 12 explosive receptions. That's eighth in all the National Football League. He has eight contested catches. That's fourth in all the National Football League. He has 473 yards receiving. That's fifth in the entire National Football League. So the one thing that Carson Wentz was not doing was getting Terry McLaurin the football. But we know why. He missed OTAs, and he missed mandatory minicamp. There was not a rapport built between those two. Guess who Carson Wentz did have a rapport with? Jahan Dotson. And guess who, ever since Taylor Heineke's taken over, has been completely eliminated from the offense? Jahan Dotson. So it works both ways. If you don't have a rapport with somebody, you don't got a rapport with somebody. That is what it is. That's not Carson Wentz's fault. It's Scott Turner's fault. Find a way to get him the ball. How about that? But the question is simple right now. What is your trust level in quarterback Taylor Heineke moving forward? And do you think Carson Wentz plays before the season ends? The big bad wolf. Hail to the W. Hail and only bad wolf is you. And, and you and everybody else calling and talking that loser talk. Man. It's not loser Come talk, on. though, Paulie. Hold on. Loser talk. Man, I, I don't, don't have a problem with Taylor. Y'all can skew your facts to make yourselves right if you want to. First of all, Jahan Dawson been hurt. He was hurt. You don't just come. You don't miss four, five weeks in a row and just come back and hit the ground running. And that's the reason why you went and put Carson Wentz back in there. So y'all in love with the girl with the tick bitties. That's the problem. <laughs> But the girl with the flat chest is the one that holds you down to pack your lunch for preach, you. Preach you it, Paulie. Preach it, Paulie. You know what I mean? That, that's the problem, yo. I'm not saying – we know Heineke's not uh, uh, an elite quarterback in the league. You know what I mean? But what he is doing is learning how to manage the team, manage the game. Carson but, Paulie, but Paulie, this that, is my bro. problem. He's not managing listen, the game because he's turned the ball over five listen, times in six starts. quarterbacks turn the ball over. Did you not see Carson Wentz 
throw the throw, almost throw the Jacksonville game away. Cor- correct. Did you oh, not you got Carson that. Wins? I'm not did, ignoring did, that. But if you're you trying to say Carson all your ask, if you're just asking you Taylor to be a game win? manager, throw an interception. Did you hear the, the stat I gave earlier against Tennessee? Taylor Heineke's well, got the most drop since he's taken okay. over in Week Six. He's got the most drop interceptions in the league. So did so did so did Kirk Cousins back in 2015. I don't want to hear that turnover worthy play crap. That happens in the league to every quarterback, man. It happens to every quarterback. That's it. But it's something. It's it, it's some type of uh, it's something going on because the man is sick. We we won six out of our last seven games. You can't just count that, man. That's all. You know, I, listen, I, I promise we, you, I'm listen, not. If we starting, if we were starting from week one mm-hmm. in training camp, and you telling me we have a quarterback battle, a, a quarterback competition, I would say, you know, probably coming out of camp, Carson Wentz will win the job. And he should win the job. I don't think he would because no, Taylor I, 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 knows the offense better. No, it doesn't matter about Taylor knowing the offense. In, in, in practice, everybody knows the offense, man. It's about when you go out and play against other teams. You know, he looked – Carson Wentz looked apart. But you, one of the last callers said, he did this last year in Indianapolis. And what happened to them? <laughs> he, he crapped the bed the last two games. And they lost, and they didn't make it to the playoff. He did put on. And they had to lean on him. One thing I know about Taylor Haneke, he ain't going to crap himself in the clutch. Paulie, look at the Minnesota Vikings game. He pissed his pants. Listen, man, he didn't crap himself in the clutch. We was was up. We was up. Yeah, he threw the game away. I have no – all quarterbacks throw the game away. I can easily say. Come on, Paulie. 301-230-0980 is the number. Richie in Annapolis. What's going on, Rich? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm hey. good. How are you? I'm going in with this right here. Mm-hmm. Beginning of the season, they, it's true what they say, winter changes things. Beginning of the season, everybody was mad at the coaches. Mm-hmm. The, the coaches, oh, get rid of Rivera. <laughs> get rid of Rivera, do this, do that. But what they, what they now, they give Wentz. If they give Wentz the playbook and the game they running now that they give a Heineken, we'll be in a better place. Heineken is a game manager, but every week you, you're hot racing because yep. he can throw the game away every time. Yep. That Minnesota game, he had one job. One. One job. One. And he couldn't do that. We, we should be undefeated on this on this uh, this streak we on. Come on, man. We should be undefeated. Come on. And then another thing, coming into the beginning of the season, Brian Robinson was hurt. Yep. And they did not trust Gibson as much coming into the season. Come on, man. Because he was fumbling in preseason. You're preaching right now. You see what I'm saying? I hear so you. So now he was, who, who, who do consequences have to get the ball to? Because they ain't trust Gibson. Come on. Robinson hurt. So now they put everything on Carson Wentz back, throw the ball, did throw you the hear ball, the, did throw you, the ball. Richie, did you hear the number I gave earlier? While Carson Wentz was the starting quarterback here for the Washington Commanders during those – First six games of the season. I'm pulling it back up to make sure I got it exactly correct. They were 16, averaging 40. They were averaging 42 pass attempts a game. Taylor Heineke hasn't thrown the ball more than 30 times once. Only once he's done that. So they're at, like you said, they're exactly. asking him to do completely different things. I appreciate the call, man. Continue to tap in with me. I mean, it's it's not rocket science. And I'm glad some of y'all are coming around. I'm glad some of y'all are coming around. And this is what I don't want it to be misconstrued as. This isn't me saying you got to pull Taylor Heineke right now. I'm just saying, and I've been very clear with this, we are one horrendous performance away from me saying, hey, son, come here. 
Come sit right here next to me. Hold the clipboard. Because guess what? Y'all keep saying he's a game manager. What game manager do you know that throws the football game away? That's the exact opposite of what a game manager is. He's supposed to be overly cautious of the football, but he's not. And that's his damn problem. If he figured that out about his game, I think Taylor Heineke would be a much, much better quarterback moving forward. Let's go to James in Richmond once tapping. What's going on, James? Yeah, I mean, how you doing? Man? I'm good. I, I think I think Heineke is is right now for me as a six, and that's because okay. the team chose. I, I think more than Ron Rivera, I think team want him as the quarterback. But if I'm Scott Turner, I got to sit back and wonder, like, man, if I had done this, we'd cost him this and start quarterback. How our offense be right, or how you know what would what would have happened? Because at some point in time. If you're going to run the ball like this, you got to be able to throw the deep ball. And we got the exactly. We're missing that. Tight ends who can get deep. We can, they can get deep. Like we, I mean, it's a travesty that we got receivers who can get deep and we can't stretch the field. You get what I'm saying? So, in the back of my mind, if I'm the offense coordinator, I, I would be a Rivera officer. At some point in time, we got a decision to make. Huh? Hey, James, I appreciate the call, man. Look, we got to take a quick timeout when we come back. Your calls, 301-230-0980 is the number here on the Burgundy and Gold today. What's your trust level? Out of 10, right now I'm a quarterback Taylor Heineke. I said I'm a five and a half because I know the old Taylor is going to rear his ugly head once again before we know it. Mike, what's your trust level right now at quarterback Taylor Heineke? Probably at a seven and a half, man. I just love winning. I just love winning. And, you know, we're six and one with him. That being said, yeah, he has made some questionable decisions. Like we lost the the Vikings game last minute because he made a horrible throw. But, you know, like we came in here with all this energy. I just love W's. And we're six and one with him. So that's just kind of where I stand. I'd say like a seven. But, you know, I do agree that one bad game and it will be Carson Wentz's team. You heard it. Eminem has spoken. We got to take a quick timeout. When we come back, your calls, 301-230-0980. You can tweet at me as well, N-E-L-L underscore BTP. What's your trust level right now in quarterback Taylor Heineke, and do you think Carson Wentz remains on the bench for the final five games of the season? All that and more next here on the Burgundy and Gold today. the number here on the burgundy and gold today your calls here for the rest of the show we get to my super six pack before we get out of here my top six teams in the national football league right now though we're talking quarterback because clearly there's a disconnect in this fan base some of you understand the fact that hey look it's nice that we've won six out of seven but it isn't because of the quarterback but then there's another section of the population that feel like It's Taylor or nothing. My man Chasem in DMV says Carson Wentz has how many interceptions? Enough said. Wentz had six interceptions in six games. Shaking my head. Bro, you're tripping. Clearly you've missed the number one statistic that I've given while talking about this. Carson Wentz was throwing the football 42 damn times per game. Taylor Heineke is only throwing the football 27 times per game. Meaning, if you're not a numbers guy out there, the more times you drop back, the more likely it is for you to throw an interception. Right? So miss me with that when y'all want to talk about Carson Wentz 
in his turnover numbers. The only thing that matters is that we're winning. I, I'm, I'm, I agree with Eminem on that. Winning is all I care about. But Sunday, Mike, you were in there when we were doing Burgundy and Gold, when we were doing the Burgundy and Gold game day live. How are we looking in studio as the Falcons were at the two-yard line? Extremely stressed. Because you knew it. We were a play away from a touchdown, and then we lose that football game 20-19. to And then what would the narrative would have been? Oh, the defense played bad. It wouldn't have been about Taylor. When in reality, you should have had three more points. But instead, you go into the half with a donut because Taylor Heineke throws the football away once again. Carson Wentz threw six interceptions, yes. That's fine. He also threw two of them in week one. So there's that. But to say to say that the situation, I don't even think the situations are truly fair to compare because right now they're running a completely different offense than what they were running early on in the season with Carson Wentz. Anybody who tries to dispute that, you're a crazy person and you need consultation. Straight up. I just am of the belief that defensively you're playing so well right now that you can't afford a turnover-laden game from Taylor Heineke. I don't care if he goes 11-23 for 115 yards, but he doesn't throw a pick. That's fine. I just can't have him turning the damn football over. And for some reason, he can't help himself. He really can't. And we saw it last year. He threw 15 interceptions in 15 starts. So it makes sense. It makes sense. In the U.S., the U.S. has scored. People are going crazy right now. They're playing Iran, I believe that is. Yep, they're playing Iran. This is win or go home. If we tie, we don't go on. If we win, we go on. Wow, this is huge. Very intense. So the United States is still alive. The whole point of this is, though, it's not about me hating on Taylor Heineke. It's about what's best for the football team. And I'm of the belief that this offense, they're ceiling much, much higher with Carson Wentz under center. Let's go to Maria and Bethesda. What's tapping? What's going on, Maria? Yeah, how are you? I am great. How are you? Listen, um, first of all, let me just say that I am, that uh, Wentz is a nice man, but he's becoming a multimillionaire with reputation because of what he did the first year when he played with, with the Eagles. And he's been going from one team to another, the coast, now Washington. With Carson Wentz, I mean, with uh, Heineke, my my support level is 10, and I believe that it's going to take us to the Super Bowl. Wow. But the reason why I like that, really, I'm, I'm, you know, you, it's obvious that you don't like the guy. No, 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 like no, 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 Maria, Maria. No, it has no, nothing no, to you, do with, do not like the nothing guy. To do with any Listen, personal feelings about Taylor. Since, yeah, 60s. And you don't like the guy. You know, Heineken, you know, was this guy drafted? Wasn't he a walk-on? I think he's doing the best he can. And the most important thing about Heineken is that the players like him. They love him. And that's all we need. When can I, can I, Maria, young, Ms. Ms. Maria, Matt, can, I, can I say this? Journeyman, going from one place the, to another. The, the players when like him right now. Story. They won't like him if he continues to turn the football over. Well, until he does that, he we'll is. see what happens. But right now we're winning. And he, he'll make mistakes, whatever, but... But please don't put Wentz back. He's a Wentz is a good man, whatever good heart. But he's not a Washington commander. He's not. You know, he's not in his heart. And uh, at least with this little guy that we have here, with with Heineke, I mean, he's just he just you know I, I just love to watch it at the light. But I don't like that that interception that he threw this past 
It was terrible, Maria. Let's go to Rob in Suitland. Phone was breaking up. What's going on, Rob? Hey, how's it going? I'm good, man. How are you? Um, uh, I believe leveling Heineke is like an eight. Can I ask you why? Heineke is like a um, a poor man, Brett Um, He's the best thing that we have right now. I mean, I've been a Washington commander, football team, Redskins fan all my life. We always won with mediocre quarterback. Very true. We, you know what I mean? They had great years that year. I think Heineken, I think Heineke, the, the, the men on the team care about him, love him so much where they will, they will put up with his, with his faults and they will go a little extra harder to get the win. That's how I think we're winning right now. But right now we just need to keep him in the fold, bring him and Sam Howell back next year and another quarterback. But Carson Wentz not the answer. I did like him before the season, but he, he see ghosts on the field. Hey, look, I completely agree with you. I appreciate your call. That's that was one of the smartest calls we've had all day. There's an understanding level that, look, your, your best course of action next season is most likely to bring back Taylor and Sam Howell. Not once have you heard me come up here and say I want them to pay Carson Wentz $28 million. Not once have you heard me come up here and say I want them to give up draft capital in exchange for Carson Wentz. That's not the case. That's not the case. There just seems to be this affinity with this fan base over Taylor Heineke. And it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. What you have right now, the way that your football team is constructed, you're playing three yards in a cloud of dust football. You can't turn it over. You have no margin for error offensively. And you're playing damn good defense. That's it. That's why this group is having success right now. Not because of Taylor Heineke. That's all I've been trying to get across. The question is simple. What is your trust level, 1 through 10 right now, in Taylor Heineke? I told you I'm a five and a half Because I know the old Taylor Heineke eventually will rear its ugly head. I keep pointing back to last year. Remember the four-game winning streak you went on last year? And how it ended? A ugly Taylor Heineke performance against the Dallas Cowboys. That's how it ended. That's it. That's it. The big difference is this defense, this time around, is playing at a championship level. And because of that, I think it'd be a damn travesty to waste this performance pissing around with Taylor Heineke back there. He is one poor performance from my vantage point for me going back to Carson Wentz. And I don't think it's particularly close. Let's go to Twitter here. Oh, uh, man, Russell Ellis tweets at me and says, my trust level for Taylor is a nine. Shocker. Another delusional fan. If my man continues to throw two touchdowns and one interception every game, sign me up. That was his stat line. <laughs> that was his stat line against Atlanta. Two touchdowns, one interception. Cool. You see the throw he made to Robinson for a touchdown. You see the toss it through, debates for another town. That's a, that's a championship play. I, I just, are y'all serious when y'all tweet at me? I'm about to stop giving my damn handle out if y'all about to start tweeting this. This is ludicrous. Wake the hell up. Good gracious. My man, Anthony, says, bruh, just sit back and relax and enjoy the ride. Taylor Heineke has the heart and soul of this team. So for right now, it's all about 53, period. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. 110%. My thing is, how long can we expect to win 
with Taylor Heineke under center. We almost lost Sunday, y'all. We were two yards away from losing. Yes, we won. But when you go up against stiffer competition, like this week, i.e. the New York Giants, your margin for error is so much slimmer. That interception ends up hurting you a lot more. The margin for error is a lot more slim. And that's all I've been trying to say and get across here. At some point, the horseshoe that stuck up Taylor Heineke's behind, the luck is going to run out. Marley Thomas tweets at me and says, it's simple. With this offensive line, Heineke all day, Wentz is a statue, plus he gets the ball to Terry. I understand that. And the numbers on that don't lie at all. I mean, the production level has been spiked with Taylor Heineke at quarterback, talking about for 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 um for Terry McLaurin. I get that. I understand that completely. I do. Russell Ellis tweets at me and says, also, know your history. In 87, we had a quarterback with a big arm and a higher upside than his backup. But the team played better and played harder for the guy who eventually won it all for us. Hashtag Dougie Fresh 17. To, to compare Taylor Heineke and, and Doug Williams. I mean, Doug works in the damn building with Taylor. He wouldn't even do anything that stupid. Come on, y'all. 301 230 is the number. Let's run through some of these calls here. Craig in North Carolina wants to happen. What's going on, Craig? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Oh, uh, I just wanted to say uh, that I'm not completely sold on Heineke, but he's a lot better option than Wentz. Because Wentz had six interceptions in, what, six games? Correct. I get that. How about six fumbles in six games? You leave that part out. Now, did we lose all of them? No. But we had six fumbles with Wentz. And the thing that you're not giving Heineke credit for is the completions mostly to McLaurin aren't. Phone monsters got you, man. I appreciate the call. Call back if you got a second. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll run through your calls. Plus, it's time for Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams across the National Football League. Your calls plus Nell's Super Six Pack next here on the Team 980. One final segment to go here on this Tuesday edition of the Burgundy and Gold today. Douglas and Charles Movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 3 o'clock before we dish the rock to the Hoffman Show. Before we do that, though, you know how we do it. Every Tuesday here on the Burgundy and Gold today, it's Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams across the National Football League. Let's get it. Number one in Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams across the National Football League, the Philadelphia Eagles. And it's pretty simple. Did you all watch the same game I watched on Sunday night? Jalen Hurts is playing at an MVP level. They showed me a hell of a lot in their win over Green Bay. Moving forward, the recipe for success is pretty simple for the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts and his performance will determine just how far this team goes. My number two team. And that was Super Six Pack. Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs. Their offense unstoppable right now. Six straight games throwing for over 300 yards for Patrick Mahomes. Defensively, they're starting to turn people over. That pass rush is legit. Chris Jones, once again, playing at an all-pro level. He's unblockable. We'll have a lot of questions answered on Sunday. They take on the Cincinnati Bengals, and that 
is going to be a doozy. The Kansas City Chiefs, my number two team, and Nell's Super Six Pack. My third best team, and Nell's Super Six Pack, the Dallas Cowboys. Why not? They're eight and three. They've beaten both the last year's Super Bowl teams. They had a huge win on the road at Minnesota. They get a chance to show just how good they can be with their Christmas Eve showdown against the Philadelphia Eagles. Micah Parsons, the clear front runner right now for Defensive Player of the Year. They have a running game that's gotten going. Ever since Dak Prescott has taken over as the quarterback in Dallas and has gotten healthy, this offense is unstoppable. Now, I know they don't have a history of rising to the occasion in the premier moments of the season, but that doesn't mean that they can't. I think the Dallas Cowboys are here to stay. My number four team, and they'll super six-pack my top six teams across the National Football League, the Miami Dolphins, and here's why. I trust Tua Tungavailoa more than any other quarterback in the National Football League right now outside of Patrick Mahomes. And outside of Kansas City, the Dolphins have the clear-cut best offense in all the National Football League. They got a defense, they got a running game, and they're in the driver's seat to win that AFC East crown for the first time since 2008. And right now, let's be honest, they're playing better than the Buffalo Bills. Oh, guess what? They got a tiebreaker against the Bills. Those two match up again with each other in Week 15. For sure, that'll be uh, for the AFC East crown. My fifth best team in Nell's Super Six Pack is those Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen is a cyborg at quarterback. I understand that. But the Von Miller injury scares me. The Lions hung 25 on him. Jared Goff having his way. The Lions ran the ball. I said Josh Allen is a cyborg, but I'm worried about that cyborg because guess what? He can't stop turning the damn football over. The next three weeks will go a long way in determining just how good the Buffalo Bills are. Securing home field advantage has got to be huge. I mentioned they got that matchup with the Dolphins before season's end. If the Bills can come out on top in that one, there's no reason to believe they can't get hot and eventually make it to the Super Bowl. My sixth and final team in Nell's Super Six Pack, my top six teams across the National Football League. Don't look now, folks. The defending, reigning AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals. While it might seem like a stretch for a team currently in the sixth spot in the AFC to reach the conference championship and the Super Bowl, the Cincinnati Bengals are right on track. This defense remains a solid unit. Offensively, they're one of the best in the league. The Bengals rank fourth in the NFL in points per drive and offensive points per game, and that's despite the fact the wide receiver Jamar Chase has missed the past four contests. They won ugly versus the Tennessee Titans on Sunday, beating them at their own game. Joe Burrow's playing lights-out football. They started off 0-2. Everybody was panicked. Since then, a NFL best 7-2. The Cincinnati Bengals, my final team, Manel Super 6-pack. I'll run it from the top. The Eagles, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Bengals. The top six team in Nell's Super 6-pack. That's going to do it here on this Tuesday edition of the Burgundy and Gold Today. If you missed any of the show, make sure you go back and download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Big big thanks to Sam Fortier joining us uh, at the top of the 1 o'clock hour. If you missed any of that, make sure to use the Odyssey Rewind feature. You can follow me on Twitter at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. The Hoffman Show is next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.